Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 12. <laughs> Whoa! It says go. it right there on the screen, I big guy. It right. That's where I had to look. I was like, wait a minute. Wait <laughs> I, a minute. I labeled it for just for you for this. I knew this was coming. <laughs> All right, guys. We got, you know, it's a shorter slate this week. What, we got 10 games because of the uh, Thursday night games, and still we got some bye weeks. So uh, let's get yes, it in. Let's get it to pop in. So let's go with our quarterbacks. I'm going to start up high because stacks. quarterbacks, stacks, stacks, all combined. Yes, what we've been doing. Um, it's the Buccaneers, Tom Brady, going against the Colts, the worst red zone pass defense in the NFL, and the Bucs don't even run the ball inside the 20-yard line. So Tom Brady is the most efficient passer inside the red zone as well this season. Um, his last two games, he hasn't played his best, but he's going to be going off this week, I think. I think the Colts – Everyone's going to be on them after Jonathan Taylor putting up the game of anyone's career in yeah, one game. Sure. Right. And I think Tampa Bay is going to come out and show who they really are this week. And I think they're going to actually just crush the Colts. And Tom Brady's going to throw for his usual five touchdowns. So we got our Godwin. We got Evans. Gronk is my favorite. Gronk, if Gronk is healthy and he's going just like he was last week. Um, Gronk's the man. All he was missing last week was a touchdown or two. I mean, he had everything else going for him. So – the Buck stack is my favorite stack. I'm going to be hammering that on Sunday. Is there any word on Antonio's fake vax card? Is, is no, he's fine. The Bucks, the Bucks released a statement and they said he's they have medical records that he's been actually vaccinated. So that report was his, his chef. His Allegedly. chef he fired was just trying to fucking <laughs> crush him. Yeah, yeah. So the guy, the guy got sour grapes. He couldn't make fucking. A good enough omelet, and he got pissed off. So. Guys got so much drama, but I'm with you, Joe. I love the Bucks up top this week. I think playing the Giants too. You know, the other night, like it's just a a get right game for this team. I mean, they're they're, they're yeah. You can tell like the Bucks were still rolling the other night, but they weren't clicking in those certain moments. And Brady was pissed, dude. Like he was not happy with that 30 to 10 victory. So I'm, <laughs> I think Brady's in that mode right now. He's in playoff mode. And he knows it's time to really get them. Um, Get everything Second perfected. half of the season, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's ready to get everything perfected and dialed in here. So Brady's my favorite. We'll be playing probably 70% of him. Jimbo. Um, my favorite stack is I usually like to do as a guy coming off a bye is going to be Matthew Stafford. Um, yes, after just getting their absolute dicks kicked in by the <laughs> Niners. They get to go to Green Bay, um, you know, which, which isn't great. The weather could be, you know, it's going to be chilly. Uh, but I don't think you necessarily need to stack him with a whole bunch of people. I think you could just stack him with Cup. Um, and if you wanted to add Van Jefferson or Higby, you could certainly could. Uh, but it's, it's a nice, easy run back on the other side with Devontae. Um, but at 7,100, I mean, I, I, I just like that, you know, everyone's going to kind of be off him, like – you know, and, and they're going to come out roaring. This is going to be, and this is now a big game for them, right? Like it was going to be a big game anyway, but now since they lost that game, like they're no longer in first place and Green Bay is. Yeah. So, well, not just that, right? Like, I mean, you do have the Niners charging a little bit. Like they, yeah. they're still back, but like they drop another game, it starts to get interesting. They don't want to be a wild card team to the Cardinals, no, no. right? They're pushing for something. And on top of that, Brady might be the best in the red zone, but Matthew Stafford's the second best by one touchdown less. Yeah, so man. these are my two favorite quarterbacks in the league to play on DFS just because of their red zone attributes. Yeah, yeah. so, so, for, yeah, so for, sta 
Stacks up top. I think Stafford is going to edge out the Brady stack just by a little bit. Um, just because I think overall that game's going to be a little bit more high scoring. Um, and the Rams don't really run the ball either because they don't have great running backs. Uh, it's a bummer. Cam Akers is hurt because I think he'd be really good in this offense. Uh, but yeah, Ben, who, who's your guy up top outside of Brady or Stafford? Yeah, I love those two guys. They're the top of my player pool as well. And uh, number three I have on my list here is Justin Herbert. Um, I know that he has had some games this year where he hasn't looked, you know, ultra spicy, but wow. Like Monday night or Sunday night, the guy was just absolutely on fire. I think Denver does have a pretty decent defense, which is where I'm hoping he gets kind of overlooked here. Um, because he, I think he's... The only thing I'm scared about, so Herbert is one of the best red zone passers in the league too. He's top four, mm-hmm. um, but the Broncos are also top three in their red they zone are. defense. And that's the only thing that scares me a little bit. Um, yeah. But I think it's going to scare everyone else that way as well. And you're going to get Herbert really low on this week. And if he yeah. does happen to that's go off, you're going to kill. He, yeah. That's he, my thing. I, he, I think, yeah. Go ahead, he Joe. had a little bit of dip there. Uh, he really kind of turned it up on Sunday night last week. Yeah. I think he keeps that rolling, and I think they fucking roll the Broncos this week. Yeah. Kind of get back to just like – I mean, that was a massive win for them. I mean, the Steelers mm-hmm. aren't the Steelers of old, right? But, you know, to give up that league and then to come back with Herbert doing it, yeah, it was a broken coverage to, to Mike Evans or to uh, Mike Williams. But, look, J- Jimmy G was missing – guys that were wide open with nobody with 30 yards around him, right? Like you still got to make the throws and it's a big time pressure throw. I think uh, they, they come out and just absolutely throttle Denver this week. And I, I love that. Well, dude. And, and I mean, he's not going to do this every week. Right. But I, the one thing that was like really awesome too, to see is his running ability. Like the dude yeah. can move. So like if Denver brings some heat or they play man, which they do, um, you know, I mean, he gets you 40, 50 yards, let's say a rushing touchdown, like you're already in business right there. So yeah. uh, his price is too cheap. It's 6,600 uh, for a guy who's going to be like probably sub 5%. Like, yeah, I don't wham. get that. So, so, all right. Anybody, um, uh, yeah, so my, who, who, who's your guy down here in the mid range? I'm going to pick one other quarterback because other than Brady and Stafford, there's only one other guy I really have interest in this week. And it's because I have to ride with him because in all my winning lineups last week, he was my quarterback. And that is Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I have T-Sizzle in my lineups too. He He's going I, against the Jets. <laughs> sorry, Tyrod, I'm, I'm I mean, still scrolling down to find him. On exactly. My yeah, he's at 5,300. So we got let down a little bit last week with Brandon Cooks. Right. Brandon Cooks only had four points. Tyrod Taylor had 20, but that's not going to happen every week, especially when you're going against the Jets. So I'm loving the Tyrod Taylor to Brandon Brandon Cooks stack this week. I'm going to line it up again. I think Cooks pissed some people off last week, and I think his ownership is going to go down. God. Just some stats here. The Jets are the worst in the league at yards per attempt, second in yards given up, and giving up 17 touchdowns and only three picks. On God, you, get, you guys are really going to talk me into playing Tyrod fucking Taylor. Dude, their dude. quarterback rating given up this year is 108.2. The thing is, Tyrod, the here's the thing. Tyrod's going to get you your 20 points this week at 5,300. He's going to get yeah, you your 4X. I know, it's, I know. He 4X'd it last week for me. In a and you know in a Jonathan Taylor lineup, even when Brandon Cooks doing shit, I mean, if Brandon Cooks would have done anything, that lineup would have taken down tournaments. So okay, so I get that. What about the guy that I played a lot of last week and that helped me do very well, and that had almost thirty points is Mr. Cameron Newton. 
Mm-hmm. He's only $300 more, and I think that he presents a significantly higher upside. Now, the biggest detractor from Cam, I think, this week is that I think if you play Cam, you have to play McCaffrey with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's you, you just can't. The offense, expensive. It, the offense runs through them, too, and nothing else. Because Cam yes. can't throw it to DJ Moore. He can't throw it to outside receivers. That whole offense no. runs through those two. I mean, DJ Moore is the only other guy that would be in play specifically because he doesn't run the deeper routes. Like he had 16 mm-hmm. points last week, right? But it was only six for 50. So like he's he's not throwing the ball very far down the field, right? So, you know, I, I guess, I, I mean, you make a good point with, with Tyrod. <laughs> I mean, it just makes me kind of want to vomit. But I think- No, Cam, I think, dude, I think they're like the same player. The only team that's given up more passing yards than the Jets is Miami. Like they're right there. Exactly. So, so yeah, they're both. If, if you're gonna go low, it's those two guys. So yeah. literally, it is for me. It's Brady, Stafford, Tyrod Taylor, and Cam Newton. That's my player pool this week, and I'm trying not to go outside of it too much. I think the only other guy that I'll mention that I have a little bit of uh, going into this week, and it pains me to say, but uh, I'm gonna continue playing Kirk Cousins. Um, See. I I don't think the Niners have nearly the defensive backs to stay with someone like Justin Jefferson, and they could get to him pressure wise, but I think he can beat them multiple times over the top. And so here's so, for it. so here's the problem: Kirk Cousins playing late afternoon games for him away outdoors, he plays like shit. Um, if you go look at his splits, they're not good. Yeah, you've got a guy like Nick Bosa who's absolutely on fire right yeah, now. He's a monster. I just also think... have one of the best red zone defense. Not one of the best, but they're in the top half of the better Cousins... red zone defenses in the league. Cousins is a guy I would rather just play Jefferson as a one-off this week, um, and and pay either go that's, down that's or pay for somebody else. The the Niners the Niners are just kind of rolling. Right yeah. now, right? The defense is playing a lot better. No, we don't have guys that can cover people, which is why I like playing Jefferson. Um, but I, I mean, the, the Niners are getting good pressure. They're blitzing again. I mean, you know, it, the last you saw them do it to Stafford. I mean, Look, the Niners, if, if people haven't been watching and they've just been on red zone and they don't show West Coast teams or anything, I mean, the Niners are trending upwards in a very aggressive way right now. They're playing. Way better. So if you watch them in week five and you watch them now, you wouldn't even think they're the same team. Yeah. So I'm a little and, bit and, scared to play Cousins this week. So the my the my the my next point about that is you go back and look at the the average time of possession last week from the Niners. That's the one thing that makes me nervous. They want to try and run the ball forty yep. times a game. They did it versus the Rams. The the first quarter against the Jaguars, who actually have a good run defense. Did they have the ball for like eleven minutes, almost the entire first quarter? That's like, my biggest concern. It's they're, not. They're, it's, yeah, they were they were at halftime, and like other teams, like on red zone, still had like five minutes left in the first half. Mm-hmm. Well, I dude, mean, the Jaguars so, had run like eleven plays in the first half. Exactly. So that that is my the, those are my twofold concerns. Yeah, right? and, that, and the Vikings are coming off of a big emotional win against yeah. the Packers, and this, it's, it's just a letdown spot for the Vikings, I think. They're traveling to San Francisco or Santa Clara or whatever. I don't think it's a um, letdown because, like, these two are battling for that, like, last playoff spot right now. Like, they are, they're neck and neck. 
This is a must-win game for both of these teams. Right they now. are, but just I just there's other guys I would rather go to. No, yeah. I hear you. I hear. You. I mean, right. obviously, Let's, again, just being honest, he's three hundred dollars less. I'll just play Herbert if I'm going to do. It. I'm just want to throw his name out there because yeah. Um, is I there is you. there any one-off quarterbacks you guys like real quick? Because there's one I like. No, I'm the only other guy that I had on my list to begin the week, and it's going to be sadly dependent on one player, and that's T.J. Watt. Is I'll play Burrow if Watt's out. Because that defense is not the same without TJ Watt. Okay. My my one-off guy that I'm literally not going to play anybody with because I don't <laughs> know where the hell he's going to throw the ball is Jalen Hurts. But mm-hmm. the Giants defense is just not very good. And he's going to run, run around. He's going to throw the ball. I mean, he has, I think, the biggest upside of any one quarterback. I just yeah. have no clue who to stack him with. So he's my one guy that I'm just going to play naked okay. this week. Um, he's priced up, so I think it'll keep a lot of people off of him. Um, so in my in my three maxes with with a little bit more people in them, he's going to be a guy that I'm going to use. Okay, that's fair. All right, cool. running backs, Joey. Who you got up top? Uh oh, nope. Joe's frozen. Vinny, Joe's frozen. Who you got Skips. up top? Um, let's see. So. I'm going to keep rocking and rolling with Najee uh, for the Steelers. The, their offense is ride or die with him, right? Yep. I mean, he's just the focal point at this point. Uh, obviously, we love CMC up top. I don't need to talk about him. Um, you already kind of mentioned him in the Carolina stack. But if I'm going outside of that, outside of like the big names, um, uh, Najee at 8,200 for me is the next best. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, I think that Taylor's probably one of the easiest fades for me this week Mm -hmm. yes five touchdowns last week i mean what is tampa bay gonna do they're going to load up the box and they're gonna like okay (laughs) we saw what happened last week we're not stupid you know carson wentz you can try and go beat us if you throw for 375 yards and four touchdowns and beat us so be it right there that's just something i'll live with this week mccaffrey a hundred dollars less I mean, you know, what can we say? But the guy that I'm going up top where, again, I don't know how owned he'll be just because he's sandwiched in between guys like Najee. Like, you can't play everybody up here, but it's Austin Eckler for me. Um, You know, you can pair him with Herbert in the Herbert stacks. You can play him by himself. But, I mean, he literally – Herbert is getting a good rapport with him now too where he just gets all of the passing work and he gets like 85% of the snaps. Yeah. So he's probably honestly my favorite guy up top because I think he presents the same near the same upside that McCaffrey does. Um, but he's $600 less. Joe, who do you like? Yeah. I was going to sit before I froze out there. Um, it's McCaffrey. And the reason is, is because look who he's surrounded by. It's Taylor and Eckler, which had games of their lives last week, you know? Yep. Yep. I just think a lot of people are going to move towards them. The trend's going to go towards those two, and McCaffrey's going to get a little forgotten about. And anytime we have McCaffrey at 5% or below, I mean, you have to hammer that. Well, I think the one thing, too, I mean, yes, Cam is going to snake some touchdowns from him, but it was awesome. He got eight targets last week with Cam. Like, that's what we need to see. McCaffrey's going to bust. Yeah, I mean, it's like you just want to avoid the, like, remember when Jameis and and Kamara play together and he doesn't see any targets? Like, that's not the case here. So I will 100% chalk up CMCs, you know, as much as I can. All right. Um, Moving down, I'm going to go with Cordero Patterson. 
How can yeah. you? I mean, I know he's questionable, but he had the week off last week. He has to go against the Jaguars. I know the Jaguars have a stronger runner de- running defense, apparently, but Patterson doesn't do traditional run plays. He gets the ball in every variation possible. He's their main guy in their offense, and it's very obvious when he's not there. Yep. So the whole offense surrounds around Cordero Patterson. 6,500 is way too cheap for a guy that is the focal point of the offense. Yep. Fair enough. Jim, where are you going? Yeah, I mean, outside of Patterson, there's not a whole lot of people that I like in this like mid-range area. I, I mean, if I'm if I'm not gonna play Patterson, I'm dropping all the way down to guys like I'm looking at Miles Sanders this mm-hmm. week against the Giants. Uh, and then I'm looking at Javante Williams against the Chargers. He's he's really starting to take that offense over a little bit from Melvin Gordon. Um, and I would much rather pay, play him than, you know, an A.J. Dillon against the Rams or like a Damian Harris, right, against against Tennessee. I think you could maybe do. Um, I don't know. I, I don't see a whole lot of people. I'm going to be paying mostly up for running backs this week, and I'll pay down for wide receivers. But do you guys have anybody under Yeah. Patterson? No, so I'm with you, Jim. Like in that 6K range, I'm not very excited about anybody. But down in the 5K range, there's somebody I'm interested in. And I know it's a shared backfield right now, but it's Ramondre Stevenson. He's yeah, getting he, carries. He and is. Damian Harris, I know they love Damian Harris there, but Damian Harris, you know, is concussion prone apparently and has all these other injury problems. Ramondre Stevenson is also good. He has one of the highest elusive ratings in the league when he runs the ball, and he's just not getting the carries. So – I'm going to have some Stevenson going at 5,200. That's almost a free square with a potential touchdown in there. Um, and hopefully Damian Harris maybe gets knocked out or something during the game, which he frequently does. I've got a really gross one, like far down. If you guys like, Vinny, do you have anyone in the six you're interested in or anything? And you want to, yeah, I mean, uh, Jim, you would talk about Javante Williams as much as I, like I was kind of off of him early in the year. Melvin Gordon is producing quite a bit. Um, He's putting up 10, 15 points a game. Like, he's getting the majority of the goal line touches. I mean, he's gone 20, 17, 10. Like, he's a fine play in the low fives. Like, I don't think you can go wrong with either guy, but, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say that Javante's, like, taking it over by any means. He should um, be, but they're not giving it to him. Yeah, totally. I I agree with that. Um, yeah. And then depending on what happens with the Niners situation, I mean, if Eli Mitchell's back, uh, he's a very dangerous play, I think, versus – the, the Vikings D, which is really susceptible on the ground. If yeah. he doesn't, I'll go back to Jeff Wilson because that chalk is going dis- to disappear after last week and him kind of busting. But, you know, again, we watched that game like Garoppolo threw the ball to Georgia from the two-yard line when he was wide open. Yeah, like, that's, that was a that's, touchdown there. That's seven points that he should have had. Yeah, and I'll call right now. Jacksonville has a better rush defense than Minnesota. So, like, yes, they do. Jeff, if if – Mitchell misses again. Again, you talked about it. Like, we know this team is establishing their identity again. Wilson's going to get 15, 18, 20 touches here um, at 5,300. Like, I'll play him again for sure. Yeah. So, you guys want to hear some really disgusting plays? I have one. I have one really disgusting one, too, but I'll let you go first. Jim Jim seems really excited to regurgitate this name, Matt. (laughs) I mean, so they they cut Philip Lindsay today. Okay, and they traded Mark Ingram, the only warm body 
left. Rex unless Burkhead. you guys nope. <laughs> nope. It's David Johnson. He's the actual he's one actually yeah. getting usage in that offense. Um against yeah. the Jets. Dude, what are you talking about? Rex Burkett had 18 carries last week. Yeah, Rex Burkett was getting work last week. Wow, that's disgusting. But it's really disgusting. But yeah. I'll play David Johnson all day, every day. Man, maybe, that is gross. maybe maybe once or twice. All right. I'm gonna get gross here, and I'm gonna say Tevin Coleman for the Jets. Now, our boy Michael Carter is out, right? Michael Carter is out. Tevin Coleman got the carries when Michael Carter went out last week, not Tyler Johnson, right? Um, Tevin Coleman has been healthy all year, but he's played the last two games. Again, if we want to get a little bit just weird, Tevin Coleman at 4K, I mean, talk about an absolute free space if he's going to be the guy actually getting the carries with dumped down Flacco. So he also had two catches last week. What about Ty Johnson? Ty Johnson was so Ty Johnson last week had one carry and one reception, and Tevin Coleman last week had five carries and two receptions. So listen to what we're talking. And the week before, Tevin Coleman got four carries. So what I'm saying is, Tevin Coleman's getting more carries than Ty Johnson. I feel like we're just gushing over gushing over a a horrific crime scene. Totally, I'm just saying Tevin Coleman's going to be getting the carries against the Houston Texans. I guess this is my fault. This is my fault for bringing up. No, we're not playing any of these guys, but I hear you. I'll be playing some Tevin. Okay. I will not be playing any Tevin Coleman. I probably, I probably will play David Johnson in one, but I mean, that's, that's it. Let's get it. All right. Let's move on to some uh, one-off receivers that we didn't mention in our stacks. Um, Vinny, let's start with you up high. I, I don't know what position he plays anymore. I wish they would give him the hybrid role, but I'm I'm it's if you can't ignore Debo anymore for the Niners. I mean Army Knife. 7900. The guy is just he's turning himself into like a bona fide superstar. Um they use him all over the field. He only had two targets last week receiving, but still put up 16 points because he had uh eight catches. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. But with Debo, it's not even the stats with Debo. You literally just watch him play and you go, okay, I got to have this guy in my lineup. He's kind of like the Cordero Patterson where yes. when he gets the ball, he's more electric than the people on defense. But yeah. they're just, it's not obvious. And they're actively finding a way to force him the football in that yep. offense. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. they have other guys. But, I mean, again, I think 7,900 is probably too cheap, you know. So if yeah, we're I mean, talking about one-offs. It's crazy. He just keeps putting up these good games and they they don't really raise his price a whole bunch. Like if you look at how much Cooper Cup's price got raised right. from his last game, like oh my god. Like yeah. you know, he's he's up to 9600 and he is just involved in the offense, albeit in a different way than Debo is for the Niners. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know why you're getting a guy at almost, you know, a $2,000 discount who, who is going to get just as many touches, right? It's pretty crazy that he's, you know, he's, he's so cheap. Like I'm with you, Vinny. I just, I don't get it. Joey, who, who's your guy up top there? Yeah, it's going to be Jamar chase. Um, Three out of the, you know, his last three games, he hasn't really produced, but the targets have all been there. They just haven't been connecting. The Raiders obviously last week just played the pass against Burrow and Mixon had himself a day and they kicked their ass. Um, 
that's not going to be the case against the Steelers. The Steelers are going to be able to stop the run a little bit against yeah. Mixon. So Chase is going to get more targets, and they're going to need him for some downfield plays, sure. um, especially in this division game, right? So I, I really love going back to Chase this week, and I think people are falling off him because he's uh, he's burned some people, 13 points or less uh, the last three weeks. So Fair enough. I have a feeling I know where Jim's going next, but uh, I'm finally on the train after Jim's been talking about him for three years. So, who? Oh, oh, who? Who are you talking? Who you're going to name next? Um, no, we're not quite down there in the mid range for, for going up top. I might have Devonte Adams in in every single one of my lineups this week. Um, he, I mean, he's showing <laughs> he's showing up in the optimal lineup almost 23 percent of the time. That's wild. Like an average guy, like usually is like a high is like around 11 to 12%. Um, I, I like him as part of the Ram stacks, right? Like you, there's a lot of different things you can do with him. So if we're going up top, uh, I'm going to prioritize trying to get Devontae Adams. I think people are going to go after, you know, probably shy away from him a little bit um, just because they'll say, oh, well, they're going to put Ramsey on him, that whole thing. Like, it, it doesn't matter. They're going to look for ways to get him the ball. So yeah. Devontae Adams will be my my pay up. So, Vinny, who's, who's, who are you finally on the train with? I, I, I can't ignore that the average of 13 targets a game for Deontay Johnson. I, it, it, it's I, absurd. <laughs> He's going to come away with like 150 targets on the season <laughs> receiving this year. He he's, he gets thirteen targets every single game. It's and, it's mind boggling. And and the, I mean the price relative to what he's been, I mean it just hasn't moved. No, and I, I don't not. really understand why. It, like it, I, it's gone. It's just bounced between six thousand and sixty eight hundred all season. Yeah. Like, and, okay. And, so and like yeah, so it, w- it went up from last week, right? But it went down from the week before when he was on the main slate. So like, yeah, I I don't really get. I mean that's that's the thing. It's like you got a guy that that's involved is so involved in the offense, right? And just I don't think a lot of people are going to play him. Talk mm-hmm. about not understanding things. I'm going to move on to my next guy. That he's going to be a one off for me because I'm not stacking it. But Mike Williams at 5700. What yeah, in what? the hell? Like that I, is the most I mean, mind blowing thing I've seen. I think this entire season. I think it's because Joey he just hasn't been. He's had a few bad weeks, right? Well, Eckler's he, been more the priority of the offense. I know. Well, and then the prices were basically, I think, in the algorithm, mainly already set before that Sunday night game. So you know, but he he's always in a Sunday he's night. always in a spot to be able to explode and catch some deep balls. You know, yeah. and he's a red zone yeah. threat. So. Mike Williams at 5,700, the upside is insane. I mean, he can put up an easy 30-point game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it out of him. You know, he's had a 36 and a 39 and a half already this year. But, I mean, the pricing is because of the last few weeks outside of the Sunday night game, right? He's gone 7, 7.8, 3.9, right? 4.7 in his games before that. So the price is really reflective of that. He's definitely due – you know, as Herbert goes, you know, Mike Williams goes. So mm-hmm. I definitely think he's due for some positive regression. Their tight ends are absolutely terrible. They drop the ball all over the place. I think the coaching staff is going to see that and look to get Mike a little bit more involved. So, like, I'm with you, Joey. Like, when we were talking about paying up for running back this week, like, we were talking about cheap running backs at 5,700 that were like, eh, I don't know. Like, 
You know, there, there's a guy right underneath him in a game that's going to be a pass funnel for Michael Pittman at 5,600. Mm-hmm. That's the exact same mm-hmm. thing. Another so, guy that they just won't really price up. No. And they're going to actively look to stop Jonathan Taylor. So Pittman's going to see, you know, 10 to 13 targets this game. And it's going to be this a pass situation funnel. really reminds me of the Titans last season where you had A.J. Brown, Tannehill, and um, Derrick Henry priced up. But yep. DraftKings hasn't caught up yet. So yep. Michael Pittman is the only other place the ball is going to outside of Taylor. Tampa Bay has got one of the best run defenses in the league, and they're going to hammer it. So Pittman is in a smash spot as well. I'm also going to have the guy that's right in between those two, and that's Elijah Moore. Um, the, the Jets are pitiful. They're terrible. He's playing every snap there, though. Um, we'll see what happens with Zach Wilson coming back this week with the, uh, the Mormon gunslinger. But, I mean – Dude, the guy's putting up like 27, 30 points like in the last couple of weeks. Like, again, they're actively force feeding him the ball in the offense now. Um, he's kind of taking on the Debo role for that, you know, that regime that's gone out there. Sure. So, he 5,600, a guy who's going to be featured like in a I'm, horrible game against Houston. Like, that's your bring back right there against uh, for your tight end lineup. I'm curious as to which one of the Broncos receivers you guys are most interested in this week. Um, because they're all priced, you know, between 48 and 5,400. Yeah. So, I'm going to continue get- playing Jerry Judy. I, I think I'm, he sees the most targets. He's the safest floor, I should say, you know? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that as well. I mean, Judy was a guy that I was kind of leaning to. Um, Dude, he doesn't have a touchdown this year. And he's still exactly. putting up 13, 14 points a game. <laughs> it's like at some point he's just going to like find the end zone, right? I mean, I know he was hurt, so he's only played three games. But, I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. I, Joey, I, I is there – is do you have a preference out of those three guys, or do you are they just all just bathwater for you? Bathwater, okay, <laughs> old, right. old bathwater from 1885. Um, all right, but if I'm going to go down in that range, oh, I'm going to go back to him again. It's Corey Davis. Got seven targets again last week. I mean, Flacco only got on the ball three times, but I like that if Zach Wilson comes back this week because he's going to throw it downfield more, the slinger, and that's more what Corey Davis is good at. Should, should we be playing a jet stack? I don't think oh. a jet stack. Not I'm not playing Wilson, but like I definitely <laughs> want to have God. again it's the Houston, it's Houston, right? I mean, this game can go one of two ways. I mean, it can be 32 to 29 and these teams are just so shitty, or mm-hmm. it can be 12 to 9 because they're so <laughs> shitty. I mean, so I that's think, the really scary part about this game. I think Vinny I think Vinny, the, the way to go is is to play Tyrod just because of the rushing upside and play like Tyrod and Cooks and then and game you could, stack it. Yeah. yeah, and then you could play two of these receivers, whichever two you like. You could play Moore and and Davis, or you could play Davis and and um, freaking what's his face Crowder, Elijah Moore, Crowder, or Crowder. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, you Moore. could play any combination. Well, they don't have a tight end, three. so yeah. So Crowder is back. their de facto tight end, Ted red Coleman. zone <laughs> running back. Um, I I think that that's the way you go, just because. Tyrod gives you the rushing upside where Joe Flacco doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Where are we going down low, boys? Um, how do you ignore one. Valdez Scantling? I took him out of a lineup last week, and I was pissed. <laughs> um, but, I mean, they have no one else to throw to outside of Devontae. 
Tanya's right. out, right? Um, Lazard's out. Not that he mattered anyways, but Randall you know, Cobb is like running routes with a with a walker out there. I mean, he's just like he's That's garnering really someone bad, in coverage. Man. They're like, okay, you just run out there. Valdez Scantling is the downfield threat, right? Devontae Adams is carving everyone up under 15 yards and Valdez Scantling's on his way running downfield. So there's gonna be a play or two where they forget about him yeah. and he just goes for it. So 4,100, the upside is massive. Again, he's not going to get that 12, 14 targets, but he still could get you two touchdowns easy in this game. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, my guy, my first guy I'm going to down here now that our main man, Jamal Agnew, is on IR. Rest, uh, Rest in peace. Career's over. I'm going back to LaVisca. Uh, I mean, LaVisca, Debo is what the Jaguars hoped LaVisca would turn into. Um, they wanted to use him in a lot of different ways. He, I don't think he's as fast or has the burst that Debo does now watching him. But he, with Agnew being out, like they're going to have to throw him the ball. And at 4,400. So um, the only thing that bothers me with playing the Jaguars receivers, Jim, um, it's it's Trevor Lawrence in the red zone. And I don't know if it's Trevor Lawrence to blame or admire that offense, whatever. He's thrown four touchdowns in the red zone this year. Yeah, it but it, so like it, but at forty four hundred, Jamal has zero touchdowns this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I, don't, I don't think really, I just when they get inside the ten, like I'm just waiting for them to kick a field goal. But I don't, I don't need a touchdown out of a guy that's forty four hundred, right? Like I can get the twelve to thirteen points on you know six catches for seventy yards and no touchdown. Like I, that's all I need out of a guy right. that's forty four hundred, right? Like I'm if he if he gets a touchdown. He's priced low enough where that that's just like a bonus for me, right? Like it's it's fine at that point. I don't disagree with you at all, but at that price, I don't necessarily need a touchdown to make it work. Um, and then my other guy down here at thirty five hundred is going to be Quez Watkins. So he's my one guy that if I am going to pair somebody, just because he's so cheap, I'll pair him with. Uh, with Hertz, um, it's thirty five hundred. He doesn't need a whole lot to get you know to hit his price, and you know just move on from there. Yeah, man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to go low, low here at receiver this week. There's just not. No, DraftKings has figured there. out the under four K um, range, right? Yeah, they, they figured that out. They're not getting the ball. <laughs> so, I mean, if I the one guy we didn't talk about in the fours, he's like at the very top that I really like a lot this week is Van Jefferson. Um, it's part of that Rams stack we talked about with Stafford. Hopefully, this game shoots out a little bit, uh, but I. I think he's clearly a better receiver at this point in his career than Odell Beckham. Um, and so I will not be playing OBJ. I will be playing Van Jefferson. Yeah. And, and OBJ is not mispriced at 5K. For everyone that's listening and you go, what? He's, he's 5K? It's like, no, his name is going to you know make you think twice about it. But again, he should he be sucks. 5K, maybe even less. He hasn't proven anything with the Rams yet. He didn't prove anything with the Browns in the last couple of years. So 5K is an absolute appropriate price, and I'm not going to be playing him either. All right. Yep. Tight ends. Jim, start him off. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are going to play Kittle. He didn't have that great of a game. He did get in, in the end zone last week, but I'm just going to go right back to him as that con- that offense is so concentrated. Um, you know, he, if I'm going to pay up for tight end, which I don't necessarily love doing this week, um, it's going to be Kittle. Um if I'm going to pay down, there's really only one guy that I'm going to play down there, and that's my guy, Pat Fryermuth. I have two um, guys right there. 
he's 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 priced up a little bit now um but you know i i mean he's he's just such an integral part of that offense at this point uh he got nicked up a little bit in the sunday night game which is why you didn't really see him out there a whole bunch um at the end of the game um but i'll roll him back out there no problem all right staying right in that price range my favorite outside of fryermuth is gronk we talked about it earlier in the stack but if gronk's healthy i'm playing gronk and 4,400, that's way too cheap. Gronk's, if he played the last few weeks and wasn't injured, he'd be 6,500 easy. Dude, right he now. got eight targets on Monday night. And he didn't, and honestly, they were taking him out every time they uh, gave him a target to give him a break. So, right. He's got so, I mean, re-roll. yeah. So, I mean, Gronk <laughs> is the guy. 4,400 is way, way too cheap for a guy, a tight end that could easily put up 30 points and Brady just peppering him in the red zone. So, yeah. I like Fryermuth a lot, but Gronk is definitely my more upside tight end. Yeah. Um, Jim, you talked about it as far as liking him at quarterback this week. Uh, obviously, him returning. Um, if you're going to play Jalen Hurts, I think you definitely stack with Dallas Goddard, right? Like he's, I, Devontae Smith is obviously great, uh, but Dallas Goddard, I think, is receiver one. He, the most he, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the safest option to, to pair with. Yeah. So there's him that I like a lot that you guys just didn't mention. And the only other guy that like, I think it's just kind of undeniable. He's, he's way too cheap for the amount of targets and work he's getting, but that's Mike Gusecki for the Dolphins. Dude. I mean, this guy's getting six targets. It goes six, seven, eight, four, eight. Like he's getting the numbers, which. Only problem there is Carolina's secondary, especially over the middle, starting to play. They are the linebackers. The real the thing is, Shaq Thompson is one of the best covered linebackers in the game. For sure, Um, I just think they have to go somewhere, you know. And just just like his skill is uh, undeniable. He's really situation kind of irritates me, you know, but his skill is undeniable. Yeah, Yeah. so that pretty much covers it for tight. That covers it tight ends for me, Jim. Is there any random ones? Um. <laughs> there is, but oh God. here we I go. Mean, if you're gonna go down real low, I mean, Pharaoh Brown is getting like 88 percent of the tight end routes um, on Houston. I mean, you guys like Tyrod, hey, okay? I like that. You guys Tyrod like Tyrod, right? If we want to really get weird, we can sure. add Pharaoh Brown in there. Maybe it's Tommy Trimble put up five points last week with Cam now at the helm. Farrell Brown, I think, has 12 to 14 point upside this week. Okay. Damn. All right, guys. All let's right. move on to defense. Bold. Okay. Vinny, let's, let's start it. with you. All right. I'm going to give you one medium, and then I'm going to give you one low low. Um, I think medium-wise, if, if TJ Watt is back, I like the Steelers quite a bit at 2,700. Uh, they're a good defense. They're a good front seven. If they can take out Joe Mixon and, and force Burrow to throw a lot, like yes, Burrow can torch him. Burrow can also make a lot of mistakes and throw picks. So, but that's completely dependent on TJ Watt again. Like one of the best players in the league. Uh, if he misses, I'm out on that team. So, um, I'll let you guys hit the mid, and then we'll we'll, we'll dive dump into the dumpster. I, I only have one. I only have one defense that I think oh. is worth playing this week. Do it. I mean, it's it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons against oh. against the Jags. Twenty five hundred. Like, I think that they just present the most upside. Um, I think you could maybe argue the Texans you know, in that <sighs> oh, conversation yeah. too. But right. I think I think that 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 game is just going to be pretty high scoring. Um, 
you know. So for me, I think the Atlanta game is not going to be as high scoring. And I think that Jacksonville has multiple players, including their running back that likes to put the ball on the ground. Um, so I think that, you know, outside of Atlanta at 2,500, I, I don't know really who else. I, I like the Panthers. I have any interest. I like the Panthers again this week. I know they garnered the highest ownership last week and everything, but going against Miami, Tua doesn't scare me. That offense isn't going to do anything crazy. And I'm actually going to be calling for a Panthers defensive touchdown this week. So they, they do that every now and again. Okay. Tua plays well against bad teams. Carolina has a bad offense or a offense with no identity, I guess. Their defense, I think, is really solid, and they are shaping up into form and becoming – that. that's their identity of their team. So I do think the Panthers are a solid play at 3,100, but that's the only team I'm going to be paying up for this week. Yeah. Jim, you, you hit on my guys, Houston Texans. Two weeks in a row, I've been playing them. Yep. 15 points and 16 points uh, at 2,300 versus, again, a Zach Wilson guy that can come back and very easily throw four picks in this game. Easily. Um, so I like the Texans. I think you could easily see a defensive score here. Uh, this is going to be a sloppy, weird game. So like Joey was saying, um, I think it could be a sloppy, low-scoring game. It could also be a very sloppy, like just a wild-ass game. Yeah. Points. So, I mean, even that game last week with, the, with Philly in New Orleans, I had Philly, and they still got me, what, 13, 14 points on defense, and they gave up like 34 points just because yeah. of the turnovers and everything, right? So, so they if have the turnovers happening, that doesn't touchdown matter. And this game's going to have turnovers. Yeah, and the one thing I'll say about the Texans, like, they at least play hard. Like, they suck, but they play hard. Like, unlike Jacksonville, you know, or someone that's yeah. just – a complete like, I mean I think that's embarrassment that's, to an NFL franchise. That's kind of that's kind of my ploy ploy for the Falcons as well. They get a first year head coach, right? They're 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 they they they're, they're not ever going to roll over and quit, right? Like this guy can't has to save some sort of face this year and he's actually doing a decent job. They're winning some games. So yeah. That's kind of why I like them. They, and they're the cheapest. I don't not like the Panthers, but if I can save 600 bucks and spend that money elsewhere. I think if I can get a higher upside elsewhere with that, I think that's something that I would like to do. All right. Now it is time for our call of the week, our strange call of the week. I'm going to start with Vinny because I'm going to, he's going to set the bar low since he doesn't really do the most uh, outlandish takes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm calling it right now. I think Houston Jets puts up the most points this week as far as game total wow i don't know where it's coming from but i think there's enough weapons there i think both defenses can get gashed um expect interceptions expect fumbles defensive touchdowns special teams i think this game pushes the highest game total this week all right and playing right off of that my call of the week is tevin coleman gets a touchdown (laughs) <laughs> Every time you guys throw up in your mouth when you I see, talk about a cheap guy, that I'm going whoa, right whoa, whoa. Hold on. You just said I set a low bar for a bold prediction. How's that bold? How's that not bold? I mean, the That's guy's as bold as it gets. No one even knows he's in the league anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that's as bold as it gets. I was much bolder than you, whatever. Jim. <laughs> um, I am going to say that. Barrow Brown scores 15 or more DraftKings points this week. All in God, man. on the muck game. Yeah, nice. let's go. 
Dude, it's going to be devastating when I lose three quarters of my bankroll and it's like the second quarter. And the, li- the lineup that I just sent is like six to three. The lineup that I just sent, <laughs> the lineup that I just sent you guys could literally finish dead last or it's going to win the whole goddamn tournament. Tonight. Yes. So, you know. So I'm talking about, baby. If you ain't first or last. All right, guys. Do it. That's Good it. luck. This- yep, that's it. Good luck this week, everyone. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine29. DFS Joey Levine, go to our website, dfsredzone.com. You know, along with the podcast, we have plenty of articles, college football articles. Uh, golf is coming up here soon from Jimmy. Um, yeah, we're trying to hit as many sports as we can through the three of us. And well, uh, yeah. well, well baseball rocking and rolling in the spring. Yep, nope. exactly. So get on the website, see all of our content. We're not just podcast. All right, guys, good luck this weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. Later. Peace.